0: Welcome to episode 82 of the Inside Bite. I'm your host, Tim Schaefer. I'm here with my co-host, Rudy. How you doing this week? A short hour ago, I got the notification there's
1: no school tomorrow. So, you know, I'm on top of the world, right? So I'm feeling good. I'm very excited. Now why? Uh, so there's a big snowstorm coming tomorrow morning. Oh, okay. And okay. they were, I'm sure they were probably behind the scenes weighing their chance, like, hey, should we do an early dismissal or should we close? Um, but the snow was going to start at like 9 a.m. And pretty much run the rest of the day. So early dismissal would be sending us right out into that. So I think they decided let's just uh, close schools, which is great. I'm very excited. We haven't had a snow I'm day. I'm curious
0: yet, so on fun. the layers of their thoughts of forget like the snow. Are they like, let's say, let's say it wasn't too bad, but they didn't call right. it off. Are they all the, also concerned like maybe half of the people would show up and then you would have to battle like trying to catch up the other half like what are extra sure, layers sure, outside sure. of just the fact of people just not getting there?
1: I think they're honestly the only things, the main things I'd say they consider are, are the bus, the bus situation, right? Like the bus is traveling to and from people getting out and driving, you know, commuting.
0: Well, bus um, is a good thought. And then right? the think number of that. days. Like, yeah. The bus icy is a roads in a big old bus with kids. If something were to go right. wrong, can you imagine? Oh, it would be terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah, yeah. Okay. If they can do a delay or an early dismissal, I think they'd prefer to do that because then they don't we don't have to use our days. We only have five days for the year, um, okay. so that comes into play too. But uh, but yeah, Dang. man, I'm glad they did. We needed a day. Today was an especially stressful day, so it was like perfect timing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get into why
0: it was stressful?
1: Uh, to to give the long story short, it's basically I was teaching the kids how to divide this week, right? Just normal whole numbers. Like, there are, in the one class, there's a handful of kids who, like, you see them trying. They're trying to figure it out, right? They're attempting to do it. Even if they get it wrong, you know, that's all I can ask for. You're trying, right? I can help you. But then there's kids who are just, like, you come and check on them five minutes later. They've written nothing. Like, what are you doing? Come on, man. Like, put some effort. I don't know what to do. I man. don't know. It. I Here's, can't I'll do I'll start you they off. They don't even try. Right.
0: Yes, yes. I, exactly. I've been battling le- this constantly.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Let me start you off. I'll start them off. I come, I go to somewhere else. I come check on him again ten minutes later. Nothing. So it's like it was just super frustrating. To me. Okay, I like started okay, like I, was okay. like, I was like like I was like losing it. like, come on man, yeah, nice day off will be a good reset.
0: so I've seen a few people do this whole thing because it's the beginning of the year of, hey, let's bet on how well we think games are gonna be all throughout the year and all of that. And so I was trying to come up with, I feel like I'm stealing a little from this person and a little from that person, sure. a little from this and kind of blend okay. it into my own thing here. But what I did okay. is we have about 34 games. What's it that just came out for spoken was a part of this, but we already know the review score. So I cut that, but everything okay. else, we don't know the review score for going forward okay. till the end of the year, whether it's like we know the actual date or confirmed to be this year. So, right. Again, there's about 43. We're going to pick. I'm going to pick 10, and you're going to pick 10, right? And Mm -hmm. once somebody picks it, you can't also pick it the other person. So you really are trying to pick the best from the get-go. And – Let's say a game doesn't come out this year or gets delayed. You just don't get any points period. So you have to be careful Pressing. on like picking a game that you think is going to review well. Plus also come out just because that's been such a big thing lately on just a game getting pushed so far out. It really could hurt you. So be careful there. Just to make sure I understand correctly, we're trying to pick the games that we think are
1: going to rank higher, right? We're trying to yes. get a higher tor- total tour.
0: We're going to literally just total our one through ten. And whoever ends okay. up with the high score in total, once we already know all the scores at the end of the year, wins, kind of do. Gotcha. And then okay. we can okay, cool. do a bet on, I don't know, a pizza or something. I don't, we can figure out what the right, prize right, right. is. But uh, okay. I think this would be fun. And we can go back and forth. I'll let you go first. Yeah. And okay. you can pick any game on this list. I try to just stick with a lot of the bigger games. I didn't want to put i mean it's like okay hollow knight's in here right i don't want to say non-indies are but or like aiding chronicle 100 heroes but i'm still trying to pick with the big titles of course all right well in that
1: case since you gave me the go ahead i'm gonna go ahead and uh grab this legend of zelda first should i cut it you want me to move it out of here
0: yeah yeah uh cut it put it in your list All
1: all right so i'm gonna throw legend of zelda And I'm going to say a Metacritic
0: score of... Now, whatever it scores, you're going to get the points for it. Now, do we want to add an extra layer of... If you also guess it, maybe maybe we can... Mm. Let's do this. Let's do this. If we actually guess number on the dot, not close, if we can also nail the exact points that it scores, you get an extra... 50 points
1: okay okay i like okay. that yeah that's good because that's that's hard to do all right
0: yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and really say a little 90
1: 96 that's what i'm throwing out there okay okay
0: now when we actually check these scores it's going to be literally let's just say same date next year okay and well, you know what maybe well, let's for just now. Say, i mean or we could just do as long as let's do this once the last game In date release, let's say one of our games that we picked through 10 came out December 10th, right? Once that game releases, then we can go ahead and do it then. Because Metacritic scores are going to fluctuate throughout the year, right? But we're just going to go with the score whenever we're actually reviewing it after the fact. You can't, like, once it releases, let's say it's at a 98 at release, try to stick with that 98 you No, know, it's going to be whatever it is when we're actually reviewing the whole list right. at the end okay. of the year you know what i mean okay i got you but man that's i mean that's probably the best <laughs> game i would i would assume yeah i figured i'd go with it <laughs> okay okay resident evil 4 remake okay good choice that's my number one okay all right no guess for you. Oh, oh! No guess. On totally story? forgot. I'm going to guess yeah. <laughs> ninety-two.
1: Do we want to label this in a way where we know? Because, like, what you know, throughout the year, maybe we can come revisit this and change them all as we go. Or Are we going to wait until the no, end? No, 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 no. Once it's on. in
0: s- set in, you're, it's set in stone. There's no changing.
1: No, no, sorry. What I mean is like, hey, when Harry Potter comes out in three weeks, are we going to go to this document and update it? Or are we going to no, wait till the end of the year? That's what I
0: mean by the end of the year, whenever everything is released, because I again, see, the I scores see, okay. are going to change. And so right, right, right. that's going to cause okay. way too many problems. Let's just wait till all, all right, of all right. our picks are actually scored before we go to this list. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Next one for me. you think Resident hmm. Evil four is the, is, is the second highest out of all this? I
1: think it very well could be. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. All right. Um, I think my next pick, mm, this is hard. All right. Now,
0: again, we're we're betting on what we think others are going to review it as, right? Yes. So yes that's your whole other layer yep, there. Yep. Not like how you, uh, how you. Right. Not my own personal. Yeah. The game. Yeah. All
1: right. I'm going to go ahead and, oh man, this is tough. I'm going to go ahead and grab Dead Space Remake. Okay. I'm going to say... What did the uh, original score? Uh, let's see. Curious. That's Space 2008. It was 86%. I was honestly... Uh, like, Do you think thought it's thought- going thought-
0: to hit the same as the last game? Do you think it's going to score higher? Do you think it's going to score lower? Let's say a remake, it's good. Do you think it exceeds the original game score? <sighs> so I have a feeling that a lot of places will
1: review it like, hey... How much better is it, right? Because it's a remake. So that's why I think it's going to land around the same spot. So I'm going to go ahead and give it an 85, let's say.
0: Okay. All right, all right. My pick here. Diablo 4. I think this is going to be a strong game. There's so many people praising it already in early access and all that. All right. All right. Like, really loving it. So I might put faith in that. think that's going to score high. And I'm going to put my bet right. on... 89
1: okay all right number three let's see let's see so i think that hollow knight will end up being pretty highly reviewed game.
0: so let me go ahead and grab that hollow knight's a real good one that was was <laughs> that was gonna be my yeah for think, sure
1: yeah are we allowed to look at anything right now
0: you can look at whatever you for, want like, a reference it yeah. okay okay
1: I don't Let me see. Care. I'm curious in Hollow Knight's Metacritic right now because I'm assuming. Okay, it's got a 90. Wow. Let's go ahead and. Uh... But
0: it was also, you know, fresh when it came out. It was a though. new thing. I'm, I'm going go to go I with mean?
1: 89, I think. Yep. Yep.
0: Okay. Number three. I'm going to pick. See, I keep thinking Atomic Heart, but I don't know. That's an iffy one. Um, That's like a wild card. Yeah. Hmm. 7 Rebirth. It's winter, so we don't know if that's actually even gonna hit this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even if it is amazing, you may just pick it and then not even come out period and get screwed. Is is the risk there? Hmm. I'm gonna say. Wait a
1: sec. They're saying it's coming out winter
0: of 2023, right? It said so like, next year like, when it was 2022. Oh, it said next winter, so it try. You know, it kind of played with its words a little there. It could technically be January, they... or February, the following year. Right. Right, uh, right. Right. Anyway, all right, all right. Let me think. Marvel Spider-Man Two. Mm, I, I feel that's no, actually going to hit. One. I mean, they they yeah, said no, it's coming out this year, and um, yeah, I agree. We're talking about Insomniac here. Uh, they're not known for delaying or anything. No. So I'm gonna do that. My number three, right. Marvel Spider Man Two, and I think that's going to be Metacritic of eighty-eight. I don't think it's gonna be as strong as the first in terms of reviews. I think I think the first is probably ninety-one. I don't know. I want to see, but okay, eighty-eight. It's going to improve, but maybe, you know, kind of like God of War. It's going to improve, but maybe not as drastically as people are hoping for. Sure. All right. All right. You're number four.
1: Let's go with uh, Final Fantasy 16. Um, I have a feeling it's going to rate a little lower than some of these others, but I still think it's going to be a good score. I'm going to say 83. I think it'll be up there. Oh, sorry. I forgot to grab that one. 83. Yeah. I feel like Final Fantasy games a lot of the times... Land in that sort of range. They don't get like ten out of tens,
0: but yeah, you'll get a, a few people give it a nine or ten. But yeah, right. Someone could also give it like a six or something. Mm-hmm. all right. Armor Core is a weird one. I'm a pick it. I'm a pick it. But it's I know. A weird one because yes, of course, from Software makes incredible stuff. You know, but I feel it's going to be too niche and too complicated for a lot of people. But you know, like, that technically shouldn't hurt the review. I don't know. I just worry if it's going to come out this year. Like, usually they're pretty good about
1: not delaying stuff, but, man, I don't know.
0: Yeah, ha- I mean, have Front Software said a year and it come next year? Yeah, they've done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talked me into I think it is going to get delayed. I'm probably going to get hurt by that badly. Yeah. Um. I mean, do you care if I don't? Hmm. No, no, no. No, you can
1: take it off. I mean, you, or you can just leave it there and we might not choose it. You know, it's it's the risk you take, you know, because we know from software game, probably going to be rated high, but we don't have a date. So that's the risk, I guess. So you can leave it.
0: I'm going to not do that and go with Forza. Okay. I mean, I just can't see Forza not reviewing good. Yes, a lot of people aren't into co- driving and car games and all that but if you're into it and you're reviewing this they haven't slipped up in a very long time so i'm pretty confident in that one and i'm gonna say 91 metacritic all right okay all right you're number five all right number five let's
1: go with um all right i feel like i keep going for these like consistent in the 80s ones i'm gonna go hogwarts legacy which i also think will probably fall in that range go a bit higher though i'm gonna go 86 on
0: not to talk you out of it but man there's gonna be some people being upset about uh, your right, right. and lowering the score dramatically because of that I really a lot of people that, are you know saying they won't okay. review it. Gonna... period if they do that you're good the problem is is the people who do review it and they score low because of that, which is really crappy right. of them to do. But I see them totally doing it. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take but my. Yeah, chances. that's ballsy. Go that's ballsy. Now I think it is going to be the people who do review it without all of that stuff. I I feel it's gonna be reviewed high, but yeah, I'm worried about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's. I'm gonna go with Liza P. Mm, I don't think this choice. is going to be, like, 9s and 10s across the board. But it's I, it's going to be a good in the 80s game. I mean, it may not feel like a safe bet, but I mean, like, low mid-80s, that's still going to help me a lot. Because, mm-hmm. like, I think Hogwarts Legacy has a chance of being, like, a 70 or something. All right. Let's do Okay, it P. I'm going to guess 82. Okay. All right. You're number
1: six. Uh, number six. I'm going to go ahead and go with Street Fighter six, which I think will probably be rated pretty high. Let go ahead and go a little drop of
0: 88 on there. OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You outside of Zelda, you got you got a lot of 80s here. A lot of ones that I feel are probably going to fall in that 80s range. I could be wrong, but I mean, that's a good stride. I'm not number six for me. Let's do Sea of Stars. So this is in the same universe as the Messenger. It's the same people who made that. The people who are reviewing this, they know what they're getting into. It's going to be a JRPG, right? And if they're not into JRPGs, why would they be reviewing one? And I feel like this looks incredibly good. The problem is, does it actually get pushed? Actually, I'm not going to do that because I just remembered they said December of 2023 release date. That could easily get pushed and screw me. I'm not. Okay. I'm not picking that one. Mm-hmm. Let's do man, The Edge Rhythm <laughs> Final Bar Line. Yeah, you I can't was gonna see pick this that one. Being, next. I pick. can't see this being bad, you know what I mean? The people who are going to review this, no, no, I don't think this so. Type of game, and I think it's going to be you know all inclusive of all the previous games all in one, just like they did before, but even more content. How could it go wrong? And I'm gonna say a 90. I agree with you. I think that that game is
1: going to be a sort of sleeper sleeper <laughs> hit, you know? I'm excited, though. I cannot wait to play that game. I had so much fun. But how do you – sorry, side note real quick. How do you think they're going to do it now without the sort of – I know you can touch on the Switch, but there's no, like – Stylus or anything, do you think they're going to have us touch? The well, touch we, screen? we
0: touched on this before. You can use one of those stylus, yeah. That remind you can me also buy for phones. Oh, yes. Um, yes. they may just in the physical version come with the stylus, they can easily do that. That's that's very true. But what if you get Disney? and uh, switch games more than any other console by a landslide do actually sell physical copies? Mm-hmm. So, yep, yep, okay. I can, I can see them. I mean, even like ring fit and the the Nintendo sports and all of that physical, you get a leg strap and everything. Cause you can be like, well, how am I going to play the soccer game without the leg strap? Well, you buy physical. So they've already kind of facilitated a physical thing to be quite important. So I, I feel that I feel it's going to come. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, fair enough. All all right. right. You're number seven. Good pick. All right. Number seven. Let's now I play with buttons in that game. I actually don't play. That's with true, stylists. you can
1: also do that, yeah. Do you play with the stylus? I used to back in the day, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yeah, I've been another to out. add to the 80s the 80s gang.
0: hmm I'm gonna mm-hmm. go a little 87. Somewhere
1: on okay.
0: there. Yeah, I agree with that. Alright, my number seven. Wulong Fallen Dynasty. I have a lot of faith in this game. I yeah. played the little It's kind of like a demo, but it's more of testing the game so they can get feedback, so they can fix a lot of things. And they already addressed like a ton of the stuff that players gave feedback to instead of fixing this and fixing that. And the game was felt so awesome when I played it. I think this is going to be a really good game. Okay. So I got Liza P and that. Pretty similar style games there. I'm going to give Wulong 89. Okay. All right. You're number eight. All right. Number eight. Getting down to the wire here. All right.
1: um, right. Let's...
0: You know what's weird? I don't know. When I set this that? up, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, we didn't get that news of the Battle Pass stuff. Now, all of a sudden, it's sure. like, ew, I don't want to pick that. No one wants to touch <laughs> it. it. <laughs> because of that, it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> Well, it just looks too much like Avengers, and Avengers is literally shutting yeah. down, like we said. So,
1: mm-hmm. I don't even know if Stalker 2 is going to... I mean, I know, they, I know what they said, but I don't know if that's coming in this year. Who knows?
0: Um, oh, sorry. This is going to be weird for some people. I, it just hit me. We recorded the news before we recorded the intro. So the news was about was this, kidding. and I totally remember they would have been like, wait, what? Um, oh, yeah, this is this true. is recording after the fact that the news. It's weird is that it, anyway. All right,
1: I'm gonna go with Atomic Heart,
0: and I really am trying
1: to get that uh betting the score Ooh. part right too. Now I have a feeling that this game this could go really so cool, many I'm,
0: ways. I'm, I'm,
1: I know, I'm sure I'm gonna enjoy it, but I have a feeling it's gonna land a little lower. So I'm gonna drop my first 70s. I'm gonna go 77. Drop a okay. little lower. Okay. Okay. I just have a feeling that it's not gonna be universally. Uh, well received like that.
0: Okay. My number eight. I'm going to go with. Screw it. Starfield. I don't think it's going to score crazy high on Metacritic. But it's it's a good one. It's going to at least. I'm going to say. 84. All right. Now there's so much talk of it being 30 FPS on console. Because there was an interview with. Uh, what's his name? Todd, what's his last name? I was, was Todd Howard. <laughs> Todd Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Howard. He said, like he was doing a podcast, like two hours talking all about the game, and he said he's more concentrating on fidelity than he is about anything else. And a lot of people are taking that and thinking, like, oh God, he's not caring about frame rate. We're kind of stretching that. I don't know what that really means, though. Maybe he's just spending a lot of time trying to make sure space and planets look really cool, you know? Maybe that's all he's trying to say. Right, right. I don't know, though, because I, I, I kind of am with the people on. That could mean fidelity over frame rate, but, yeah, I don't know. Right, right. All right. But you would think at least 60 on a, on the Series X. If that doesn't hit 60, dude, like, whoof, that's going to be a major blow to him. Anyway, anyway. But yeah, I'm going to throw that in true. 84. Oh wait, hold on. You put it in the wrong spot. Oh, I
1: put it on yours. Oops. Yeah, okay. it's all good. All right. Number 9. Let's go ahead and go with Oh, it's getting hard now. I'm going to I'm going to take my chance. I'm going to take another chance.
0: I'm going to throw Final Fantasy VII okay. Rebirth on here. God, I I really hope it comes out this year.
1: I think this will be slightly higher. Let's go, let's go ninety. Let's go a little higher.
0: I have a lot of faith in it. I think it's going to score wonderfully. It's just, is it going to release this year? Right, FF seven remake. Metacritic is eighty seven right now, so pretty good. Or eighty nine oh. for oh, it's integrated. Never mind, eighty seven was the first one. Okay, maybe because a lot of people didn't like that they changed things. Because I'm like, what? Uh, uh, yeah. You would think that'd be like mid 90s. Like, I can't, it was done so well. But maybe people right. don't like right. the changes they made on the story. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Our last pick here. Well, no, no, I have my nine and then you have your 10 and 10. Okay. I'm going to do. I'm bouncing between In Chronicle 100 Heroes and one 1 and 2. Because the actual team that made Sukunen, a lot of them, is making this Eden Chronicle, right? But 1 and 2 is just remasters, and we already saw footage of it, and it actually looks beautiful. Like, they're not messing up the pixel art or anything. A lot of people would be concerned about that. And if you're just remaking a game, the people are reviewing it probably already played it and love the games. Kind of like Dead Space, you know? And I don't see them really messing it up. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but Eating Chronicle could just be like the better game between the two because it's new and they can actually add a bunch of new systems and stuff. Hmm. I'm not gonna go safe. I don't. I don't. You know, we're gonna go hard in the paint. Okay, we're gonna go Eating Chronicle. All right. All right. Sounds. God, they could screw up. Whatever. We're doing it. We're doing hey, it. Hey, I took a few All chances right. too, so we're both doing That's it. <laughs> I'm going to bet on. 83. Okay. All right. All right. Were number 10s. Final picks.
1: Number 10. Last one. You know what? Let's take one more chance anyway. Let's, th- let's throw Armor Core up there. Okay. Okay. Go for it. I'm going to say uh, 92. I'm going to have high faith on this one. Yeah.
0: I would do the same. It was just if it's going to come this year. If but it's, it's going to come. Gonna- yeah. That's yeah. the only thing we're not sure of. But all right. Cool. All right. My last... I really want to pick Pikmin 4 because I think it's going to do wonderfully, but I think it's going to be <laughs> that, could be a, that could be a little sleeper. I don't right want here. a zero. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. I'm going to go with Dead Island 2. Mm, okay. It actually is looking good. I know it's been forever, but I'm going to go with Dead Island 2, and I'm going to go with an 80 Metacritic. Okay. Okay, so I have... Resident Evil Four Remake, Diablo Four, Marvel Spider-Man Two, Forza Motorsport, Liza P, Theatrhythm, Final Bar Line, Fallen Dynasty, Starfield, Eden Chronicles Hundred Heroes, Dead Island Two, and you got Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, <laughs> Dead Space Remake, Hollow Knight Silk Song, Final Fantasy Sixteen, Hogwarts Legacy. I God, like. I wish the whole stupid I mean, of course everyone wishes that JK Rowling thing wasn't going on because man, I think that game's gonna do wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And I'm people are gonna freaking review bomb it and mess the whole deal up. Anyway, Hogwarts Legacy, Street Fighter Six, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Atomic Heart, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Armor Core Six, Fires of Rubicon. Alright. Okay. I'm pretty happy
1: with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be a good It'll be fun to revisit that later on at the end of the year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Now let's get into the news, and you can take the first one
1: here. Yep. All right. So first up, we got a forespoken review discussion. Now, I will admit, as, uh, as the time went on from when this game was first revealed to now, I tried to stay, you know, somewhat ob- optimistic. I'd say Tim... Throughout the whole thing was uh, always kind of a little
0: doubtful. <laughs> um, and, and let me specify, even before yeah, go the ahead. voice acting stuff, it right, was initially because true. the the engine with the Final Fantasy fifteen stuff, and they took forever to get that game out. And a yes. lot of the same people doing that was also working on this. That's what caused suspicion for me initially. Was just the same right. luminous. Right a lot of the same people working on 15 and i'm like they really botched it it took them far i mean the ending product wasn't terrible i liked it but i mean it went from final fantasy 13 versus all the way to final fantasy 15 and what like eight years something like that so right that was the base of the concern
1: right and and i will say well i guess before i give my own thoughts let me just mention uh, so we have a tweet from skill up here you know popular reviewer he said have now heard from from or about seven major outlet reviewers who did not get review codes for this as always no outlet is entitled to a code but this limited code is a huge red flag i also haven't heard of any outlet having access to pc code yet can't but can't confirm this it's gonna say so not only is the review scope very limited with only a handful of reviewers even getting their codes for it and no pc codes given at all the embargo doesn't even lift till a day before the release of the game so yeah we'll talk about the scores in a second but before we get there I, I can't confirm even today, now that the reviews have dropped, I still have not seen one PC um, review code given out, which is very strange. Um, and secondly, for myself, my journey with this game was the Project Althea original trailer. I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. Then the game was revealed. I still was like, okay, it looks cool. Then when they started showing like the first full-length trailer, I remember I was still kind of optimistic. I remember there, like you said, way before any voice act, you were kind of like, ah, I don't know. I have a feeling this game is going to kind of be you know, not really what, what people think it's going to be. Then the voice acting stuff started happening and I was trying to be generous to it when she says stuff like I can move stuff with my freaking mind, you know? And it's just like the most corny stuff I've ever heard in my entire life. But I, but then I was thinking like, okay, if this happened to me, I was transported to some fantasy world. Would I be saying corny things like this too? Maybe, I don't know. But either way, it doesn't sit right with me. I
0: remember saying, well, can't we just change the language of the game? And then maybe we don't (laughs) even know how pretty the language even is. And maybe the rest of the game is just awesome and the dialogue's just bad. I, I remember being like, hey, maybe that's something we can do. It just seems to be more problematic than just the uh, dialogue, right. which everyone seems to point out the dialogue is as bad as we were. They do. Uh, they do. Not hoping, but <laughs> anticipating.
1: Right. Yeah. They certainly are not shy about pointing out um, uh, the dialogue. And you know what? Even with all that, I was still like, ah, maybe I'll give it a shot. I tried the demo. out I only played it for a bit. But I don't know, man. The more I see of this game, it seems like – like, uh, you know Maddie from uh, Sacred Symbols, right? He yeah. was talking about it. He was like – he's like, I just don't see why you would spend your time with this game when you could be playing so many better games that are coming out this year. And that's kind of how I feel about it. I'm like, you know Now, what? I want
0: to see that. I didn't know he put a review out. Yeah, he that's-
1: put a review out, and it was really good. I thought it was very concise. I like his review. He talked a lot about how he, his issues with the game are like they have some – potential all the issues he has with the game like there, there's a little nook of something good in there but he said they just don't execute it well at all so okay. and he, he said the protagonist of the game and i've seen the ign review say this too the protagonist is super unlikable so is like the little cuff thing that she wears um which sucks you don't want to play a game where you hate the main character
0: you know so it's kind of reminded me of wise from deer but obviously not as good um, yes. Yeah, he was actually good. I wonder, is it the same guy? It sounds a lot like him. They do sound it's a little It's a lot longer. of the same premise of the thing that travels with you and commentaries on whatever's going on. So right,
1: it's, right. it's
0: like they pulled straight from that. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so all that being said, here's what some people had to say about it. So total Metacritic is 68. IGN gave it a 60. Forspoken's flashy combat and parkour could be fun, but they aren't enough to make its cliche story and bare bones open world very interesting to explore. I heard that a lot. The story apparently super generic, very boring. Um, Yeah. GameSpot gave it a 50. Forspoken is visually stimulating and a musical delight, but boring combat, poor characterization and loose movement mechanics make for a mediocre experience. That sounds rough, man. Game Informer 75, Forspoken's story and combat failed to reach the height of its movement and exploration. But thankfully those two latter elements make up most of the experience. I sprinted, often literally, through the campaign in about 15 hours, and now I have a world, a large world filled with nooks and crannies, and I'm eager to run through and explore. The narrative won't linger with me, and I avoided combat in the open world often, but I love making Frey leap and fly through Ethiah to discover all of his treasure chests and secrets. So that's the most positive one we have here. And even that, to me, it still sounds to be like the kind of game that is like, eh, so-so, and then you get to the open world, and it's like, let me do a few little things before I move on forever. You know? That's what it sounds like to me, so. So, yeah, man, I think I'm going to pass on this game for now. Probably pick up Dead Space. This is another Callisto Protocol. I'll probably pick it up. I was thinking. Bargain bin, you know, at some point. Or maybe if we get curious, we could, like, you know, both go in on it for... Let's say it's on sale for 30 bucks. We both throw 15 bucks, Something like that, you
0: know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So we'll see. Now, I was hoping, like, the gameplay would at least be fun because when you look at it, it looks fun. But when it we does. got the demo, it didn't feel fun. And yes. a lot of people yes. in the reviews are saying the same thing. It really just is kind of lackluster in its gameplay as well. So it doesn't so really have any high point, like... I don't know, kind of like Clista Protocol for me. It's like the story's lacking, the gameplay's lacking. Right, like right. visuals are kind of good, I guess, right? When it comes to both of them. but uh. And even at that, they
1: I've seen so many like stills and videos of like where it's like, oh, this is a next-gen title? Like it doesn't even look that good. Yeah. Show-. I guess I was just shocked at how many negative things they had to say about it. <laughs> I was thinking like, okay, they'd be like, this thing needs some work, this thing. But it's like across the board. They just like tear it apart and like, Dang man, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it's 68. So I'm not going to jump to buy this game, you know, because uh, right, again, right. Dead Space. I don't know. It's a remake, right? So they could mm-hmm. mess it up. They could. But uh, it's not seeming like it. But again, we were really hyped for Closer Protocol, and then that's right true. When people that actually is... got a, a hold of it, and we saw it all. Saw it fall apart. So maybe the same thing could happen here. I guess we just need to reiterate that we really need to wait to at least see people like get their hands on it and give us like their thoughts on the final product, you know, before sure, we just sure. outright buy it. But there's still some things I just have too much faith in. Like I think Final Fantasy 16, I don't know. They they were oh, yeah, done making no the game at like what? It wasn't even December. It was like August or something they said, yeah, they're pretty much done with the game and now it's right. the polish.
1: And the other thing is uh in regard to Final Fantasy I don't even like Final Fantasy 15 as like one of my favorite ones. But what I did notice about it was even if I didn't and remember, I'm talking about pre-patches story. Yeah, yeah. I didn't love the story. But even that, the gameplay was excellent. The visuals were so good. And the characters were great. So I was like, I can't even even that like I can't knock this game that much, you know? Like I feel like Final Fantasy will deliver no problem, man.
0: So. Yeah, they, they made it better over time, but the initial product way was still better. good it was still good yeah yep. yeah yeah, yep. yeah. true true um so you know like we have yet to get an actual failure of a final fantasy mainline mm-hmm. launch so i still am going to put faith there because what like 30 years now of running like, oh yeah it doesn't it's sound hard that. like i mean until they prove us wrong i'm just going to assume that it's going to be good right Right. Agreed. And, yep. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say on it unless you got something yeah. else to say on it. But, oh, oh, I got a few things. Like, one, it's, it's funny to me that we can catch on so quickly in terms of the review stuff, right? Oh, right. if people aren't getting review codes, well, bad sign, right? <laughs> and yep. so why do they, like, if I was a company and I was unsure on my game, You still have to go through the normal procedures, because if you try to wait to the last second, people are going to pick up on it now. People
1: are going to catch on. Yeah, so fast. I mean, they they should know that by now.
0: Giving it to very few people, not letting PC codes go out at all, which is a huge like, oh, God, like what if you buy it on PC? No one has yet to even touch it on PC. Like, you really do need oh, to uh, wait till it's actually released and try to see people's thoughts on how it even runs there and all of that. So it's, it's a complicated mess. Anyway, but yeah, that's it. That's it. Fair enough. Uh, next year, Marvel's Avengers development is now ending. This is pulled from Brian Shea over at Game Informer. The team at Crystal Dynamics has announced the end of development for its live service Marvel's Avenger game. The news comes two and a half years after the game's fall of 2020 launch. In that time, the Marvel's Avengers development team released 12 playable characters, or heroes, sorry, including the PlayStation-exclusive Spider-Man, a full expansion set in Wakanda, multiple character focus operations, and several smaller pieces of content. The 2.7 update, which arrived November 30th, 2022, adding Winter Soldier and the Cloning Lab Omega-level threat, was the final new content for the Avengers game. Crystal Dynamics has planned one final update, version 2.8, to arrive on March 31st, 2023. This update will not add any new content, including no additional cosmetics, but it will include a final balance of updates and turn off the cosmetics marketplace. Once this update arrives, credits will not be purchasable and all remaining credits in players accounts will be converted to in-game resources like units fragments upgrade modules polycorons and dna keys as a result of the marketplace closure all the game's marketplace challenge card and shipment cosmetic content will be made free to all players this means all outfits takedowns and emotes and nameplates From those sources will be free for all players starting March thirty first. Which man, Mm. I feel bad for people who dumped money into this game too. One, they're just making everything free, so (laughs) you buying anything is kind of pointless. Plus, the more obvious, they're just shutting down the game. Period. In terms of not adding anything new, and they're not caring whatsoever about the game going forward outside of this final sort of balance things out one last time. Right. So, like, ooh, again, those wells but uh, this is a, a risk i guess you have to take with all games mm-hmm. anyway i've never actually spent a lot on a on a game uh service game have Have you ever poured a, even a decent um, amount of money into something
1: i don't think so man the only one i can think of is overwatch i got kind of obsessed with uh getting the loot boxes and the skins and everything but okay i didn't go too crazy
0: but that lasted a long time that did
1: last a while yeah i gotta say this game is such an interesting um situation for me because i've had it forever i I remember i got it when i bought like two motherboards ago it came with this (laughs) and i always had it just sitting there in my library and now that they've done all this stuff and everything's free like maybe eventually i'll check it out i don't know
0: again i played a good amount of the campaign enough to know that it is good um I eventually stopped once even in the campaign it it, it was too much life service stuff uh-huh. a part of it and I just kind of fell off for that reason but in terms of like its story and its characters it, they there were well made but I think there's only like maybe 6 to 8 hours of content there so okay. if you kind of treat it as just a single player campaign just I mean it's already in your library you might as well at least experience that Mm-hmm. And it's pretty good. Like, it's it's fun. I don't know. I don't want to say it's great or anything. And, again, sure. time is of the essence. There's, there's, I would say, put your time into something better. But, you know, I don't know. I guess if you're just uh, run through everything and you have nothing left to play. Yeah, you can always fall on this campaign, at least, I guess. I don't. Avengers know. will be there waiting for you, so don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> uh, official support for Marvel's Avengers will end completely on September 30th. After that time, single-player and multiplayer will still be playable, but the game will also be delisted from digital storefronts at that time. All right, well, there it is. Get it while you can. <laughs> now, bleeding into that, there was a leaked image from Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League that shows a lot of what avengers had and now people are scared about that right i mean right right Same idea. it's like six different currencies showing on that screen there's a battle pass showing on that screen <laughs> they're really trying to, press oh, to sell outfits and whatever weapons a bunch of cosmetic stuff i mean if they handle it correctly right and it only treated cosmetics is all you buy you don't get any like Balance issues or anything when it comes to like people are more powerful if they spend more money. You can't go that route. But in general, it still leaves a bad taste. We knew this game was live service, right? But we didn't know how much they were going to be pushing it and how big of a live service ordeal they were trying to make it out to be. But that screenshot very much confirmed it. Actually, looks a ton like Destiny and Avengers on the way it's set up and how much it's trying to sell you. And it's a big put off for me. And I don't know if I care a lot about this game anymore.
1: Yeah, man, that's... uh, I I just wonder if they'll ever start to... Like you said before, start to think like, hmm, how are the optics going to be on us putting this stuff out? Or do they just not care? Could be either one, I guess. But they got to know it looks bad, man. Come on.
0: Because, I mean, I guess in the end of the day, they're just trying to make money so right, right. let's say the game is good right regardless of all this stuff they're going to make a lot of money when they add all this yeah. stuff right yes. it just leaves a lot of in the critics eyes and the players that are trying to choose what to play when it comes to you know do i play final fantasy do i play the next fire emblem like this crowd of just playing whatever big title they're not going to want to dump hundreds of hours into a suicide squad battle pass deal right right Yeah,
1: man, I guess we'll see how it goes, because I am interested in this game, but like you said, that's such a quick turnoff for me. (laughs) Those battle pass five different currencies do this do that like man that stuff makes me so uninterested you know so
0: they removed the images so they had to have been real they, I see yeah. like little yeah. thumbnails of them but I can't seem to find a clear big photo and I've searched for a while I feel like these companies should start thinking like
1: let's just not remove it because then no one knows but right? they just immediately go for it and they're like okay that was definitely real yes <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know we'll see we'll see on that one I'm still excited for that one
0: yeah yeah, let's say if we were at a 10, we are not, or at least me, I'm at like a 6 now, you know. I wasn't wow. at a 10, but I'm just saying. I yeah, think that's I fair. Drop.
1: Just yeah. the cautiously optimistic. Let's put it that way. Okay, on another note, Callisto Protocol gets New Game Plus and a number of fixes. I'm kind of happy all these changes are happening before I even touch the game, so that's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But they're adding New Game Plus... Fixed an issue where some users were not correctly granted the protocols about life achievement, general performance optimizations, uh, players no longer take damage when vaulting over obstacles. Why was that a thing ever anyway? Okay. <laughs> fixed multiple issues where certain camera angles or progression paths could cause environments to stream out and allow Jacob to fall through the ground. Consistency pass on cabinets, lockers, and shelves is displayed correctly in high contrast mode, voice leveling and subtitle mismatch adjustments across localized languages. Now PC, which from everything I've heard, PC version was busted. So let's see. Fixed a low frequency crash in the tunnels level during the two head fight. Skip cinematics button has been mapped to the interact pickup input. Wow, that's good. Fixed a long hitch when enabling ray trace shadows in the main menu. Prevented
0: mouse cursor from displaying during some area transitions. All right. Pause, pause. So yeah. Cinematics button. They actually remapped. Oh, my God. Fire emblem engage. We'll talk uh, about it. getting way into it. Okay. I hit start to pause it. Of course, it skips the cinematic. Oh I my so god! Mad.
1: No, I hate wood gauge. That's do crazy. That. One button, Don't not even it. like a, not even like a hold. to there's skip? No, or...
0: yeah. There's no hold. There's no oh, dialogue. So Are dumb. you sure you want to skip? I just straight skipped the that cutscene. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's when you you have to stop playing and go to like YouTube or something. <laughs> yes. Trying to find the exact spot you were at. That's so annoying. Ugh.
0: Okay, anyway, so the sorry. cinematics
1: button was mapped to a different place at first or was it not in there they,
0: they changed the button so i'm like i'm assuming it was probably uh, a bad spot right it, I see. it could have been the pause button and they, they actually moved it to help people is what i'm
1: assuming i think the most <laughs> important thing is don't make it a one press skip like
0: come yes, on be yes. smarter <laughs> moving it to a different button that still doesn't really fix it yeah 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 anyway
1: i will say though like the more time that goes by I think I'm definitely going to keep, I keep checking like occasionally I'll go on like CD keys and like, oh, how much is Callisto Protocol? I think I'm definitely going to eventually play it. Just a matter of time, you know?
0: Yeah, I feel we will be able to find it for like 20 something bucks. And yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Next here. This is a big one for me because, okay, bleeding into the story. There was actually a beginning part. I didn't add in here because let's just put it this way. Microsoft laid off 10,000 employees across various departments, including its HoloLens and engineering sectors, as well as gaming companies in its portfolio, like Bethesda Game Studios and 343 Industries. According to a Bloomberg report, Halo Infinite developer 343 Industries was hit hardest by the layoffs, but targeting more on the single-player aspect of the game. Which, that makes sense. Now, it's a little down in the sense of, oh, uh, it would have been cool if we would have got an expansion sooner because I did like the campaign. But yes, they need to focus more on the multiplayer, and it's good they didn't wipe a lot of the multiplayer team out. They just swiped a lot of single-player aspects out. But more importantly, what I was really getting into is Halo Infinite's creative director, Joseph Staten, departs from 343 Industries and goes back and joins Xbox Publishing where he was before he tried to come in and save Infinite. And... I was putting everything on like, oh, my God, Joseph Staten is now joining the team. He's going to make things so much better. He actually gets it because he was there during the Bungie days. He was a big force during the Bungie days. On top of that, he can really direct people into the right ways. And maybe he before he left really got at least people understanding what they need to do. But I don't want to see, with well, the bare moment I saw this of like him leaving, that's hit me way bigger than a lot of employees leaving. This is like, well, now the game, I just don't, I don't know. I don't have any faith in on it getting much better now because of his leave. Right. He feels like a bigger force to me than, you know, 100 employees that were just needing to do what they were told. The creative director, that's who's actually. Saying this needs to be done here, this needs to be done there and taking everyone's ideas and channeling it into one funnel, you know, Um, I think that's where the most important is and it's sad to see that go. Microsoft employs 200,000 employees, okay? 10,000 sounds crazy, but in the big idea brain of it all, it really isn't that many people, but it's still a big blow, and they are specifically targeting their weakest parts, 343 being one of them, because at this point, and I've thought this for a long time, why is 343 even in charge of Halo? Now, especially since you have Bethesda, get Ed working on it. Get Machine Games working on it make a different style of Halo or uh, make an RPG, make literally anything else. I don't know. Whatever you could think of a third person shooter, even something, but sure i don't know get it out of 343's hands They had it for a really long time and what have they really done like it's been either like okay this is kind of good too bad you know like they've never done anything like amazing uh even though i don't know it's hard to say like halo infinite i actually think is amazing in its gameplay it's just not amazing and what it offers you right no i it's i
1: feel yeah i don't even know how to feel about this you know it's like it sucks i hate to see 343 kind of like you know struggling but man i love halo but they've also had it for so long and i liked halo 4 i liked halo 5 i liked halo infinite but i didn't like love them as much as some of the earlier ones so you know if they end up saying like hey let's switch it up let's let someone else try that'd be fine with me but i don't according to that tweet they put out sounds like they're Still going forward with three four three. That's what it sounds like. So yeah, I but know. of
0: course they're gonna say. That. Of course they're gonna say yeah. that now. You're right. You're
1: right. At least for now. And then they'll turn around two months from now, and be like, oh, <laughs> they'll put out another one of those JPEGs. You know, like
0: uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I wouldn't mind, like, like <sighs> yeah. yeah.
1: Just think about what you were talking about a few weeks ago, like how Microsoft is taking of the studios and they're letting them work together, right? Like, why not let you know, like the guys who make doom try a halo game or something like how yeah, awesome would that yeah, be you know yeah so i don't know i think it'll be interesting to see you know where it goes so
0: and i just added this little last thing here of comedy central announced that south park 26th season will premiere wednesday february 8th and will air throughout 2023 each new episode will be available for streaming on south <laughs> park's official website comedy central's website in the comedy central app after they premiere uh, live, so it's always good to know that you can always just visit their website and watch any episode you want. I don't know if you knew that, but I didn't know that. I thought it had moved over, so that's great. You could still watch it on whatever streaming service they put it on, but if you go to Comedy Central's website, you can still watch uh, every gotcha. episode. Uh, I, I I love South Park. I know a lot of
1: people have fallen off South Park, and they think that maybe it sucks now. But it's still to me just as funny as it always has.
0: been. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's so funny, man. Um, when's the last you played Halo? Going back to Halo for a second. <sighs> let me think. Let me think. Okay. Interestingly enough,
1: um, my friend that I was playing the Dark Pictures anthology game with. Okay. Uh, we were kind of like just like, hmm, what can we play next? And I told him that I was on this journey to beat all the Halo games. And I kind of, you know, I beat Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo Wars, and Halo 3. And then I stopped. And I told him the next game up was ODST. And he was like, oh, well, if you want to play that, I'll play with you. So I think I'm going to start back on that again. Um, But before even mentioning that, it's been a little while. You know, I haven't played in quite some time. So if I'm not mistaken, are these the games? Is this the the games I have left in the correct order? ODST, is it 4 next? And then Reach?
0: Is that no, right? Odst and Reach, oh, uh, Odst four, Reach, four, four and five four. after.
1: Yeah. Odst Reach, four, five. Halo Wars two, Halo Infinite. Is that all of them? I'm trying to think of uh, release order. I can't remember. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Was they ODST, were released before four because ODST they were. That's Reach still with both?
0: Bungie. Four is when three four three started, and three four three did. Let's see. Three four three did four and five. Three four three didn't do Odst or or Reach. That's right. Bungie. I
1: played Halo Wars, and then we have ODST, and then Reach came out like a year—wow, only a year later. But ODST wasn't a full-fledged game, so that makes sense. Okay, ODST, Reach, four, well, Spartan Assault because I wanted to play all of them. That's yeah. in there. Okay. Spartan Strike as well, and then Halo Five, Halo Wars Two, and then Halo Infinite. So yeah. okay, so yeah, so that's my goal to get through those uh, those other games. So we'll see. Okay,
2: okay.
0: All right, let's get into what we're watching, what we're playing as tradition dictates you go first here
1: all right so i've been kind of all over the place i guess i'll start with a plague tale i beat a plague tale requiem i kind of just started
0: hey that's awesome you beat it though
1: yeah yeah no i really i was always into the game but it really started to grab me in the last like four or five chapters and i just powered through to the end and i gotta say i think the game is great i think people that say that the first one is better i just think that's crazy like i don't see how anyone would think that the first one's better maybe you like the story better than the first one But everything else, man, and even the story in this one I liked, Um, but the gameplay mechanics in this one branched out so much with in terms of like not just using your sling, but now you can use these different things to put out fire and to make fire kind of like, you know, explode the fire bigger so you can distract enemies and you can upgrade your stuff. Like I like all those new changes they made. The game was quite a bit longer too, but... After beating it, I was kind of okay with it. It it explained the story and explained why Amicia is the way she is. Um, And the ending, man, crazy ending. Very, very heavy ending, which I thought was very um, appropriate, you know? So all that being said, I thought Amicia's acting was like, God, it was so good. It was so super impressive. I was really believed this girl taking care of her brother who has this sickness. It was very, very convincing, you know? She did a great job on that one, so... Definitely way longer than the first one, though. So, I
0: going. I think the people saying the first, I think it's like God of War. Like I'm not going right, to say 2018 is a better game than Ragnarok, right? But I was more into the first one just because sure. it was fresh at the moment, you know? Right? Maybe it's I, just I get that. that, I get that. Yeah. So, but there's no way it's better. Than no, no, yet. no way.
1: Um. So yeah, I love that game. That was really good. From there, I bounced back to Bayonetta. And I'm enjoying Bayonetta, but I don't know what it is.
0: I'm just not getting to that point yet where it, like, sucks me in. I know what it is. I've thought about this long and hard. That's what she said. But I have thought about this long and hard. And it's – We are over the multiverse crap.
1: Yeah. We've
0: been over it for, like, a few years at this point. Yeah, that could be. And that's that's one thing. Two, uh, Bayonetta 2 – was the perfect balance of throwing new and keeping the old. Yeah. Where a three, it's too much new thrown every like uh, few seconds it feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like I'm jumping to all over the place and I can't seem to enjoy one thing long enough. Yeah, um, that's
1: those are good points. Those are good points. Uh,
0: the character of like the new character, like the new Bayonetta, I mm-hmm. think like she's not bad, but right. it's nowhere nearly as cool as yes. Actual the the actual bayonetta in one and two.
1: I feel I have to spend more time with it too. To be fair, I, I just went back and I've only played like another hour. I'm hoping that as I play more, it'll you know start to grab me kind of like how Tail did when I went back to it. So
0: I'm sure we're both in the first half of the game. Maybe it excels Definitely. greatly towards the second half because all the reviews were actually really good for this game. Yes.
1: Yes. But they.
0: Of course, completed it where we haven't. So maybe, maybe we still haven't seen. Yeah, where it ramps up and gets. Back. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna keep going. And Yeah, uh, it's not bad know.
0: at all. It's, not no, no. really good, actually, great. It's just two is was for sure stronger at this time frame. Mm-hmm. I,
1: feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, I agree. So I'm gonna keep going with that. Give it a chance. I'll mention in Final Fantasy Forest next. I'm still playing it. I like it. It's just I play it sparingly, like here and there at at the moment. You know, just because I have all these other games,
0: I'm still doing six. It's not in my list, but I am. I am playing six. I just need to add that. I'm to the point. She kind of flies, and then oh, um, hold on. The uh, well, I don't want to say too much, but I've moved the castle past the mountains. Yes,
1: and rised up and done
0: some exploring on the other side of the mountains. Okay,
1: okay, I know what you're talking about now. Okay. Um, for me, I'm definitely, you know, in comparison to you in Final Fantasy VI, I'm definitely much earlier. I've gotten a few characters. Um, I'm starting to remember what it feels like to, like, play. Okay, so, like, to give you an example, I, I, played, I played Bravely Default 2 last year, right? Which is a very modern RPG that kind of tries to emulate that old-school
0: feeling, right? Yeah. Which I think it does a good job but they of. they add a quality of life improvements. Right. A yeah. lot
1: of those quality of life improvements make it way better. So, mm-hmm. when I go back to Final Fantasy IV and you know i'm in battle and it's for two of my new cast members are dying so easily right they die i get out of battle i'm on like the other side of a cave i'm nowhere near town but they're both dead a tent will not bring them back to life i have nothing to restore their hp it's just like annoying things like that that i'm still trying to i'm having the same
0: deal with six Yeah, yeah
1: yeah so um but i did get a little further Story's progressing some interesting things going on so yeah i'm i'm liking it man it's fun I enjoy it. I love the auto battle; makes it way, you know, more manageable when I'm doing other things. So, yeah, definitely like
0: it. Well, one other thing while we're on Final Fantasy, I didn't put in here as well, but I still am also playing that Final Fantasy Seven because of the uh, voice acting mod or whatever. Mm-hmm. And man, I don't know how you think six is better than seven. Right, seven has is far more complex in every like. It's well, it's like Plague Tale <laughs> one to two. Like I get so I get much what you're saying, more but... mechanics. Each character has far further depth to them. Um, six has a lot of depth in his characters, but compared to seven, it's not close. Like, All right,
1: so obviously right. this is not going to be the Final Fantasy podcast, but I will just say <laughs> really quick, number one, the number one thing I think is better about six compared to seven. I think the story is much better and you will wow. obviously discover that as you go. And I'm not, that's not to say that Final Fantasy seven has a bad story. We all know it has a great story. However...
0: I mean, I don't know. Again, I'm still maybe a third through, so I don't yeah. know. But I think I can't
1: I think the, imagine that,
0: but wow. I think the yeah. things
1: that six does with the story is like so out there. And in terms of like um like the level of depth and stuff like that, I guess when I played seven, I never felt like it was deep enough for me to enjoy it. I never felt like it was this crazy, really complex system like some of the later ones do. I thought it was pretty straightforward with the material well, system. Well, I'm and... thinking
0: material system because yeah. I can equip like any magic move to any person and level up that magic move right. and then move that material to another character. And now right. this person has the fourth version of fire right of course i of can course. just sol- move that into a weapon but
1: you can do something similar in six it's not called materia but you can really shape every one of those characters however you want and then they have unique things about them too like think of like the what's the soldier guy? not soldier the samurai game cyan whatever his name is like think yeah. of him like he's got very specific moves that only he can do but then you can give him yeah. espers that do certain spells and certain abilities so it's, it's like a similar idea it's almost like seven built on that you know with the mm-hmm. materia system but listen, I think they're both great games. I just personally for me, it's not even about a is six better than seven, it's just that's my favorite one, no matter what. You know, yeah. but I do I do at the same time think it's like the greatest game I've ever freaking played. So yeah.
0: But of course I've I've beaten seven like six times right, and I'm a third right, through right. six. So who am I to say? I don't right, know. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But I mean, i am like, still just thinking as I'm playing. I'm like, man, this is I don't know how he's, he's Right, right, um, right, Because, I mean, one through six, like they get probably better as they go in a lot of different levels and then right. you can pick one through six based off of what characters you just prefer right sure, so i prefer sure, four sure. over six of what i know so far because right, i right. Just like the characters more in four than six mm-hmm. but yes six definitely adds more mechanics i definitely
1: see that one thing six does that the other ones don't do is it has a cast of like freaking 15 characters and they're all important to the story like there's not one yeah, that's just a throwaway character you know let me keep going. Okay, so so yeah, I'm going to keep going with Bayonetta. Um, I started watching Arcane just randomly with my daughter the other day, you know, the League That's of Legends That's not League Pro. of Legends
0: sure. yes, anime, yes. right? Okay.
1: We watched, um, I wouldn't even call it an anime. It's like um, the graphics remind me of like a Pixar movie or something, kind of, you know, something like okay, that. Okay, okay. Um, but anyway, we watched episode one, and I just randomly threw it on. Like, you know how you put on Netflix and it starts playing automatically? Yeah. That happened, and we were like, all right, whatever, and then it just kept playing, and we watched the whole episode. I was like, oh, this is pretty good, actually, and then
0: we watched episode two, and I was like, wow, this is really getting good. So I haven't seen it at all, but you're seeing why people are rating it so high? Yeah, yeah,
1: I think it's really good. I I really enjoy it. I think it's got great characters, and the visuals are cool, and the action and stuff, so yeah, it's great, and I know nothing about League of Legends, so this is purely based on just what I'm seeing. I watched this movie Pearl... It is a prequel to the movie X that came out last year, which is a horror movie. And if you know this girl, her name is Mia Goth. She's been in a lot of movies and, and things like that. But man, she is so good in this movie. The, the first movie takes place in 19... I want to say like 76 or something like that. You watched the whole movie. It was a pretty decent horror movie. I liked it. And then this one came out the same year, both in 2022. I guess they filmed both these movies during like the height of COVID and everything. They found like a remote location and they filmed them back to back. We filmed the the original movie. We filmed the prequel right after. And so it's not like a case of like Red Dead Redemption 2, which don't get me wrong, was done very well. But it was years and years later. They had to kind of like go back and think, oh, how can we make this make sense? Right. These two were filmed in tandem. So they fit perfectly together. So when I went and watched Pearl after, which is about. The one character who's like, let's just say she's a crazy old lady who kills people in the first one. You see her when she was like a young girl, like, you know, a teenager or something. And you see like kind of the origins of everything. Uh, But her acting is just so good. She's so disturbing. It's like crazy how well she does it. There's like a monologue scene in the movie that's probably 10 minutes long. Super well done. So, yeah, if you're looking for two horror movies to watch, I'd say watch those back to back. Honestly, I'd probably do watch x then watch Pearl. Then watch X again because X was so much better to me after I watched Pearl. You know, kind <laughs> of cool. like elevated it, which I yeah. don't really see a lot of sequels or prequels, I should say, um, do that. So so Pearl's the prequel. Pearl's the prequel. Yep. Okay. And they're coming out with the third one um,
0: this year at some point. So which be cool. I'm guessing maybe a sequel.
1: Yeah, sequel. Yep. <laughs> and the last thing I'll mention before I'm done is i'm still watching i watched only one episode of near i was letting them build up a little bit there's two more episodes out now so i gotta keep up with that but yeah episode did one did you I rewatched.
0: see i saw it a few hours ago something happened with the anime of Uh-oh. um let's look it up right now hold yeah on. what happened because it looks like it's on hold now because of what oh god <laughs> <laughs> why here we why, go. Near Automata put on pause due to COVID nineteen issues. Weird. What the? Due to the impact of COVID nineteen on production, we have decided to postpone the broadcast and distribute of episode four and all. Of it. And they don't say how long we're gonna have to wait for the information. That's. They don't really say much. They just say it's on pause, and episode four and beyond will be announced later of when their oh dates will be. God. But they put a pause on putting it out.
1: Well, I guess I'm not going to even
0: bother watching episode two and three until I know it's <laughs> coming back. That's. I wish they were more specific. I mean, what does that exactly mean? That somebody get COVID? That like no is idea, important man. to the team? Is that, what does that mean? That's okay. But yeah, that's uh, that's that for for this week. One thing I just started up today. It was literally a dollar, so I was like, eh, I'll buy it. I'll see how it is. Muse Dash, it's a rhythm game, and I just love rhythm games. And I was like, oh, this looks cool, bought it. Now, it is very, I don't know, anime girl heavy of waifus and a little too sexy and all of this mess. It's like, but man, is the game so much fun. And I, I was like, well, that's a dollar. And I'm even reading the reviews and some people are saying this. I was like, yeah, that sounds a little cringe, but whatever, I'll try it. And I played it like three hours straight. I played through, I want to say like 30 songs and (laughs) I kept unlocking more and more and more and just kept going and going and going. And I played easy for about 15 tracks and I was like, all right, let's bump it up to hard. And it was for sure really difficult the first few tries, but now I'm actually in the rhythm of being able to play on hard. It's a lot of fun, like for real, a lot, a lot of fun one of the better rhythm games I've played and it's so easy. That's awesome to play. It's one of those like simple and control, but just uh, complex and, you know, like a smash or something, you know, like gotcha. it, it, once you know the buttons, like it's pretty freaking simple to just get the grasp of it, but it just did skip the and like how fast it is, how many you have to input, blah, 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 but it's only two keys. It's either it goes up or it goes down and or you'll have to hold that's about it so um, but the music is just great the visuals are really really awesome it reminds me of persona and its visuals uh complexity and i love it it was it was really fun i'm definitely gonna play more of it and my kid came home from school as i was playing and he was like, oh, this looks awesome. And he picked it up. Now he's obsessed. He was trying to keep playing it, but I had to record kind of situation. So he's waiting for me to finish recording so he can play a few more songs. It <laughs> you catch on to it really, really quick. So just uh, load it up on your Steam Deck or whatever when we finish recording. Play a song or two so you see what I'm talking about. It's really fun. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to check that out. That seems cool. Touch screen also works with it too. It's a lot like the theater rhythm, to be honest. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Sounds cool. But I want to get into Persona 3. There's a lot with this. So, Persona 3 and 4 came out on, well, Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden came out on current gen systems, right? Game Pass, Xbox in general, PlayStation. Uh, PC, all of that. Persona Four was already on PC, but the rest, you know. So I boot up Persona Three Portable because Persona Three is my favorite of the Personas, but I haven't played it. You know, like I actually like when I play Persona Four, I uh, play Persona Five. I haven't went back to Persona Three since. Anyway, I go to play Portable, and I'm just like, dude, I can't do this. This is not good at all. It's just a visual novel, basically. It's the gameplay, it's just like. But, you know, you don't get to walk around as the character going through the environment. You just sort of get like this overview map and you can sort of select like a character and then they'll talk to you or you select go to a new area and then you selected a character in this area and then they'll talk to you. But there's it feels so shallow and weird and. There's this whole debate on like which one's better because Persona 3 Portable has the female protagonist and a few quality of life improvements, apparently. Gotcha. <laughs> I guess in the combat itself, which is the case, like you can control each party member like you can in 4 and 5, but in the original three, you can't. Uh, the other three are just like... Like a lot of Final Fantasies or something like that, they will just select moves on their own. And I say Final Fantasy, does a Final Fantasy do that? Maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know. But JRPGs <laughs> do that. Yeah, where that's like true. your party members may not be able to get control. So I was like, well, I don't want to play Fez because I don't like not being able to control my party members. Where if I play Persona Three Portable, I can, and that's really big for me. And the actual dungeon gameplay is actually 3D, and a lot of quality of life improvements there. And you get the girl companion. Blah, 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 and they right. just fixed a lot of things. So I ended up being like, Look, there's I'm sure there's mods of the PS2 game at this point. I look into it, sure enough, there's this program. It is called Aimless Package Manager. It works okay. with all the Persona games three, four, five, the dancing games, the Persona Q, Q2 that were on like 3DS. And you just load the program, you can see all the mods that you can select to install and you just sort of use this thing to sort of like add whatever modifiers you want to the game and then boot up the game gotcha. um, and it's super dope so i did all that with persona 3 fez is what it's called because it gets weird but there's persona 3 on ps2 and then right. they re-released it like they did persona 4 golden or persona 5 royal right but it's persona 3 fez And then you have this portable way later. Anyway, so this Fez version adds an extra campaign at the end of the game that original game didn't have. Uh, So I'm using this Fez. I modded it all up so I can control more party members, add a lot of like quality of life stuff to it, add this HD textures to it, make it widescreen. I add all these things. And now I'm like deep into it. I'm about 10 hours in. I love it so much. I'm like, I wish there was a way to just people that want to play Persona 3 really need to, they got to go through the big hurdle of modding, but I just feel it's so worth it. And if you have a gaming PC or, I mean, you can have a crappy laptop. It's a PS2 game. You could right. run it on literally anything that exists right now. And it's actually super easy with just the program. It does most of the work for you. But if you just actually take the time to do it, I feel you can get what I believe is the best persona experience you can have. Funny enough, a person that can back me up. I was listening to easy allies podcast the last okay. night they do the this side podcast where uh what is it called? Frame trap where they go into the oh, yeah. games, right? Yep, yep. And so uh Michael Dominai, I think I forget how I pronounce his name. He's always wearing the hat. He's big into Final Fantasy. He goes into Persona 3 and he's saying all this stuff that I'm saying, like the music, the characters, the setting is easily the best in all the persona games. And he played through all of Persona 3 Portable. He's playing it a second time. He's 80 hours into his second playthrough within like two weeks of playing this game. He's just addicted. He's just like, this is easily the best. And I really believe it. Like, But the versions that are just available are just not that accessible. And it's really annoying. So... Apparently there's rumors, and really big ones in a lot of them, that they're going to do a Persona 3 remake. Gotcha. And I really hope this is true, because this game deserves it so much. It's just so old, and had to fix so many things. But unless you go through the work of modding, your best bet is to wait for this remake to really get an amazing Persona experience. Because I Persona 4 is really, really lighthearted and it's almost it's too lighthearted for me it's it's really like i don't know sunshine rainbows poppy music and all of this persona 3 its theme is it's like it's like legend of zelda ocarina of time versus majora's mask and majora's mask is so dark and the theme is dealing with death that's the same with persona 3 right so that's the overall theme of the game and there's there's they literally have to kill themselves to spawn the persona. And like in the beginning of the game, like the girl's dealing with trying to put the gun to her head and she just can't do it. And the main character, that's a boy eventually builds up the courage to do it. And then that's what spawns it or whatever. And uh, that's just the start of the game, but they deal with flirting with death and having to deal with death a lot throughout this game. And it's really sad and somber, but, It's so well-written. The music is hip-hop style compared to Persona 4 is very, I guess, just Japanese pop. And then Persona 5 rides this fine line between the two. To where like it's a lot darker than four but not as dark as three so like i think persona five is a lot better than four because of that just because uh the themes hit harder and the writing's a lot better and i feel four is a little too uh uh teenage girl vibes for me oh okay (laughs) but uh persona three actually feels like adult and serious and persona five is like not maybe as heavy but heavy enough to where it doesn't feel like four does. I don't know. I see. So if you really can do all the work to where you can just mod Persona 3 with this program, again, Amelus Package Manager, just Google it, Persona 3, and it comes with the tutorial. And it took me, I don't know, 10 15 minutes. I was good to go. It wasn't really that hard. So I'm really deep into that and loving it. And I'm glad to get like confirmation because I've always remembered how great I thought of this game and when I played Mm -hmm. the ones after not hitting as hard and it's been a little aggravating, but to go back to it and be like, oh, it is as good as I remember, if not better, because I'm a lot older now and I'm understanding and liking even more than I did then. So I love the world setting this game. And if you just can't do it, Persona 3 Portable, I mean, it's it's look like. It's not terrible, but man, there's some goofy parts. Like, I don't know. When things are trying to get really serious, like big thing I like about Persona 3 compared to 4 and 5. 4, you go inside a TV and you go into a whole another different world. In Persona 5, you use an app on your phone. You go into a whole nother world. In Persona 3, when it shifts, you're in the actual world that you're in. Like, what it is, it's just a midnight hour. So once midnight hits, everyone else just goes inside of coffins unless you have some sort of potential uh to where you could summon a persona you won't go in a coffin but you'll see everyone else in coffins but then shadows can come and kill you right Right. so anytime you have potential well if you don't end up being able to summon a persona to defend you they're going to kill you and now you're just dead for good but it's actually in the world it's just everyone goes in coffins no one ever sees it and then after a whole hour it hits 1201 and now it's back to going like normal instead of going to a whole different world like in four and five. So That's I think it I hits a lot harder because of that. And then just the characters in general, I just prefer in three. So uh, anyway, in Persona 3 portable, there's this bit where you're like trying to run away from Shadow to kill you, you get to a top of a roof, and but it's all just you're reading stuff, you know? and it shows just a still image. And it's like all of the uh, anticipation and stress and running and trying to get away, all of that's gone. You're just reading and seeing still images. And then uh, you get this like, in game cutscene thingy where it tries to use the PSP engine and the character looks horrible as the shadows trying to attack him and he look if you thought PS2 looked bad this looks like it looks like PS1 graphics I guess you know it's really just jaggedy awful looking character and then he's go he goes to kill himself but he just lo- it just loses all of the weight of the scene in this really like crappy. Uh, illustrated and gotcha. then eventually shown in-game cutscene that just looks like crap and it just ruins the whole vibe i guess you could only like it if you didn't know what you were missing and how much better it could right be of course if you were playing the real deal anyway and i was gotcha. after that i was like screw this i'm not playing this portal thing and then i figured out the whole mod <laughs> thing, and it's definitely so much better game because of that so i know that was really drawn out but I just feel it's worth it. I really love and really press because Persona is so big now and a lot of people never played three and don't get how good this game is. And I really want to stress it to people who haven't to like really play this game. Sure. Anyway. I get it. All right. Last thing here, Fire Emblem Engage. I mean, I was just crapping on it last week. I've been crapping (laughs) on this entire time and I was like, there's no way. So, I was wrong. It's incredibly good. I was trying to think of the last time I've been really this wrong about a game, really hating (laughs) on it to release, was like Death Stranding. That's the last thing I can think of. To where I was like, gross, who would ever want to play this delivery game? You know what I mean? (laughs) And end up loving it. That's how the Fire Emblem gauges. I'm telling you, like, I get the high review scores for this thing. And it is nowhere nearly, like what I thought it was going to be of just like this fan service, trash, not a good story. The beginning, I guess it could be a little cringe, but it picks up pretty quickly and gets really good in its story. And this is the best Fire Emblem has been in its gameplay for sure. And there's so many great quality of life improvements since even like Three Houses. And Three Houses does this... Half of the game is sort of like a school sim thing, like Persona. It dishes all of that with this game, which i kind of miss in some sense because it does the harry potter thing to where i don't know like school's such a big part of it and building relationship and all yeah. that yeah but the game is just so fun and being able to just get more of it and it go at a much quicker pace of seriousness because in firearm three houses half of the game is all of this like build up you get a few like okay kind of serious battles and then it time skips, and then it's serious after the fact, the second half of the game. Well, Fire Emblem Gage just stays serious the whole way through. Gotcha. And uh, it's just like far brisker pace of good story, amazing battles, really, really fun, a lot more complicated. And it's battle systems and how people also just uh, level up weapons they use and just, I don't know, it's great. I just love it. So I was just wrong. Hey, it's okay to be wrong about that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've played 10 hours so far, and um, I'm definitely just going to keep playing it until I beat it, and I think it's fantastic. So I just had to state that because I've just been so sour on it. Oh, fair enough. Interesting. Yeah, how's that? Um, you watched the second episode of the Last of Us, right? I did. I did, yep. Okay. Yep. Okay so we're both caught up there i mean it seemed like you liked the first episode but you i don't know you no, I, I felt I, I was way more hyped on it than you no i, you I really, really liked
1: it maybe i just didn't show it enough but no i really okay. thought it was a, a very good um very good start you know i thought it was great a great entry into everything i like the little changes they're making it's cool that they're Consulting with Neil Druckmann a lot, it seems like they're that's what's going to make this show a success, right?
0: They're actually, well, they're not going to him, him and ask him questions. He actually is right. I mean, that's what he I mean. Like, he's, is he's part,
1: of, he part of the process, it. right? Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Like, they're not just doing it without him, which would be dumb. That's how you get things that come out and suck. So, <laughs> I'm glad. He's Do involved. you think
0: this has been the problem this whole time? I mean, something maybe it's not simple. I don't want to say that, but what if this was the issue this whole time of just like, uh, why can't we just have the guy a part of the show? Previously? process right. and they could have fixed everything i think it
1: could be like look at that resident evil show that came on netflix i didn't even watch that but i heard it was bad yeah. i highly doubt that they had know, people
0: right
1: from <laughs> capcom you know helping out or something you know i just yeah. i just doubt that
0: so the last of us premiere the first episode was hbo's second largest debut since 2010 beaten only by last year's house of the dragon the last of us drew in 4.7 million views according to a deadline report, coming in second to House of Dragons 2022 premiere, which pulled in 9.986 million watchers. The Last of Us is matched by HBO's Boardwalk Empire, which premiered in 2010 to 4.81 million viewers. I mean, that's huge. That's
1: so big, especially when House of the Dragon had Game of Thrones, you know, already pulling it it up, you know? It's just like, what,
0: outside of Breaking Bad, maybe... I mean... Who's to say which one's even bigger, but one of those is probably the biggest TV shows, maybe Walking Dead's in that conversation, at least the oh, beginning. Yeah. So to see The Last of Us a part of this already in that conversation of this is some of the best TV we have ever gotten. It's really cool that it being pulled from a video game and it actually being
1: that great. I mean, yeah. And uh, they actually, I'll throw this in the doc right now. I just saw, hold on, let me paste it in here. I just saw also that this week's um, episode, episode two, there was a 22% jump in terms of... Oh, cool. Yeah, I was curious
0: if it it would grow bigger or smaller
1: or whatever. It's so interesting with this show being out now and us having, you know, being gamers having played this so long ago, right? And knowing everything that happens and knowing about this and, you know, the whole process. It's funny when someone comes up to me at school hey there's this new show on hbo the last of us you heard of it and i'm like oh have i heard of it <laughs> not only have i played it multiple times but i've played the sequel too i can tell you everything about it you know it's just kind of funny a lot of people are i think word of mouth is spreading this this show a lot
0: and people are talking and so it's proven to me how much i remember this game because as i'm watching it i mean they are nailing like it's a shot pulled straight from the game to a way like the way the buildings are set, like when they're like walking, it's like a cop car here, this building, that building, that building behind them, some rubbish here. Like it seemed like they took a screenshot of the game and just emulated in the set design. Like there's no it's not 100 percent, but it really feels like and it's going through the exact same motions on like this happens then this happens and this happens. Now right. they are going deeper into certain things. And they're changing some aspects. But in terms of anything of importance, they're keeping, you know? Yes, yes. That's yeah. what I like about it. Yeah.
1: They're, they're The things that they're adding their touch to, I think, are good things to mess with, you know? But I it's think, neat
0: you know? is as you're watching, I'm like, oh, I remember this room. Oh, I remember this scene. I remember this spot here. Uh, the way the even, like, the tables look and the couches and the wallpaper and the windows. Like, I'm like, man... It's, looking really close to the game which is really neat to watch but again thank god they're not just straight copying they're adding a lot of stuff which is really really neat yep one of my favorite things is the fact of them leaning into uh the mushroom stuff on how they work compared to even what the game did so they go into it whenever the episode second episode is done on them explaining how mushrooms work and how they communicate but like Mushrooms can technically communicate with each other, even though they're a mile or right. two away right. through the ground and all that. that. was pretty cool. And I so these, what do we want to call them? They're not zombies, you know. Uh, I forget. What do they call them? They call them infected. The infected. Yeah. Like that. One was in the museum, right? It moved his fingers and it communicated with a big horde right almost a mile away to come brush this area that was cool. and the fact that they're all communicated because in the game that wasn't the case no 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 so uh, not we've shown. seen this a few times now where they're trying to specify on trying to focus how mushrooms work more and trying to emulate that and put it in than how the game did that was neat because it separates them from the typical zombie you know yeah
1: I agree. No, it was that the cool touch. The introduction of the clickers was really cool. That whole sequence. And um yeah, no, can't like, wait for the next in, episode. In
0: the game, like yeah, they felt like a little different from zombies, but not enough. And in this show, they're feeling a lot different than zombies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep. I wanted to go into like, if HBO was be able to do the same thing, but it'd be a different game series, right? What's something that we could think of to be get this level of quality that we would really want?
1: Sure. Yeah. So I, I'm going to answer in one second. I just wanted to mention, I I put a few up there of ones that they've done successfully, right? Near, Near, which we just discussed. Castlevania was another one we liked. Last of Us, obviously. Those to me are like the top three ones I've seen so far that I can think of. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Can you even think of another one that they have done that's even... I think that's it, Man. which is a pretty short list.
1: <laughs> I really cannot cannot think of them. I well, like, guess, technically, Arcane now, right? That is League of Legends, oh. I guess.
0: Yeah, um, and then the same with Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. But, um, Last of Us is pulling directly from the game and showing it again.
1: Right, um,
0: right. So is Nier. Like, Nier. Nier's doing that, right? Castlevania, Castlevania is, is cool. kind of doing that. Not really. Like... Yeah they're NES games. So they're really making a lot of liberties there, but I guess they're technically following what little there is. So I guess you could say that, but um, yeah, if they were to actually follow the story of the game and just add a lot of do everything this is doing, just add more context, make it really, really good. You don't have to worry about them changing too much and messing it up. Right. Um, what, What would you want?
1: Um, I think, I'm trying to think of one that could be a big one. I know I had heard, I think like a cast, excuse me, a Bioshock thing could be cool if they really took the time and effort to do like they're doing like Last of Us, for example. Bioshock's a really good pick.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: that'd be a good one. I think, and Dead Space has already done some short anime films, but I think a live action Dead Space Space could be cool. That's a good one. Man, what else? What else? You know what? This is a curveball one that just popped into my head maybe an animated version of uh like a psychonauts thing i think could be cool you know yeah. like if you tell the story yes, of yes, it yes you have good animation good voice actors like kind of like kind of like the mario movie you know mm-hmm. um i think that could be a good one
0: what do you what think else? could reach the success of this you know like of like the last of us
1: how about like a god of war or something right aren't they possibly working on something like that i think that could be a big that could be a big success maybe you know it just depends how they would go about it but it's hard to pick them from now you know until they get made and you're
0: like oh this is a great idea yeah (laughs) um i know they already did it but they're doing it horribly but if hbo was to do it halo right That'd be amazing yeah. because there's such good story beats throughout the game series. Imagine if HBO got a hold of Halo and actually did it right. Yeah, I think no, that, that would be a big winner. Way
1: better. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so yeah, those are those are some ones that I can think of off the top of my head. But
1: I just hope that this is the you know con- this is going to continue. You know, we're not just going to get Castlevania and Near and Last of Us and that's it. Like, come on, we need you guys to keep this going because. As you can see, I think it no. will.
0: I just hope it's it, like good ones. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people will keep trying, like they always do. But I hope they can actually learn from this. And, like, you know what it is? It's just money. They don't trust it. So they don't put a lot of money behind it. And they just right, expect right. it to be amazing anyway. And right. it's like, If you believe in something, you have to put the time and effort and money behind it for it to be good. You can't just, like, I don't know, wing it and hope for the best and then be bummed when it's not great.
1: I feel like that happens so much, right? Like, they're like, (laughs) don't put the effort and time into it. And then, why does it suck? Yeah. Think how much money they're pouring into that Mario movie.
0: You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's going to turn out. I feel very confident that that's going to turn out good, you know? Yeah.
0: All right. I, I really think this series, I mean, like, God. I mean, first and second and both nailed it like i really am sticking like this is 10 out of 10 experiences some of the best television i've ever experienced Agreed. Agreed. it's so cool that this is pulled from a video game and that we can also say that yep. there's no so need yep. yeah all right let's get into a uh, new game watch here and we'll be out all right devolver tumble time ios android january 26th Hitman World of Assassin. This is the whole everything all in one. You buy it once, you just get all the content of one, two, and three. That's pretty uh, cool. Package, mm-hmm. January 26th. Death Space Remake, January 27th. Can't wait for that one, baby. Also, I didn't know that. So it is PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, that's a PC. It's not last-gen systems. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like Cluster Protocol, for example, imagine if they didn't try to do... A PlayStation 4 and Xbox One version. Oh, I mean yeah. that game could have just turned out a lot better because there's so much time having to devolve into all of that. Like we've stated many times in the show before, I am very much in favor of stick to nude systems at this point if you want a better game. Right. That puts a lot more faith behind that for me. Power Wash Simulator is hitting PlayStation January 30th. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition is hitting Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One. So it's hitting consoles January 31st. It is hitting Game Pass. I am for sure going to be playing this. I really like Age of Empires. And like I said, I was trying to get into Civilization. It's so, so complicated. I want to go back to <laughs> Age of Empires because I do know that game. And right. one, it's not nearly as complicated anyway. But, you know, any strategy game has some complications. But since I already know how that all works, I'm looking forward to playing on console and and seeing if uh, I don't like playing a big strategy game with keyboard and mouse, and uh, it's just too many layers. And I'm I'm just getting old and lazy, I guess.
1: Anyway, yeah, I, I feel you, man. That the game is so there's so much to it, man. Forget Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VI. Civilization is like the deepest game out there <laughs> in the freaking universe.
0: Yes, uh, <laughs> incunety. I don't know. Xbox Series X and X, Xbox One, Switch, PC, January 31st. Season, A Letter to the Future, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, PC, January 31st. And SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shape, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch, January 31st. And uh, that'll do it for episode 82. All right. That Metacritic thing, I, I'm really going to be thinking about that, like, all year as they come in. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs>
1: wonder what I, what, I, what I got here. What
0: always happens, though, is, like, when it first starts hitting, they seem to be a lot higher. And then as more reviews come out, it seems to, like, remember when Breath of the Wild first hit? It was, like, a 98 or 97. Yeah, it was up there. Which is, like, yeah. annoying because it's, like, I don't... I Still, because even if there's more or less, you have more of a chance of it being higher, more of a chance of being lower. Why is it? Ooh, it is at a 97 still. All this time later, huh? Dang, it's crazy. Okay, Well, I was wrong about that. Anyway, dude, for real though, when this next game comes out, do you think, like for real, do you think like this releases and I'm thinking of people, okay, like uh, Colin, Sacred Simples. Okay. He did not like Breath of the Wild. Crazy. I think it was because that's whenever all the stuff was going down with uh, kind of funny and all that. And him leaving and him just being down in general. And he was already playing and really loving Horizon. And he was being like, I want this experience. I don't want that, you know, kind of deal. I'm just trying to think of like certain personalities that just don't like Breath of the Wild. But what if this game just hits so hard where the whole industry is playing it just like before? but let's say it hits even harder and is getting – nobody's not giving it a 10, and it's one of the big – biggest gaming things like what if he just hits this moment to where even the people who didn't even (laughs) like Breath of the Wild cracked on it it's just all over this and it just becomes this renaissance of just there's I don't know I just feel this game could have a potential to break through like nothing I know I know I think personally that um, if
1: these people are going to actually be fair and be honest with themselves right like people who like let's say they didn't enjoy some aspects of Breath of the Wild fine okay
0: it's empty and boring and
1: okay um, let's just put this first thing to bed right away before we go here. The whole weapon breaking thing where they complain so much about it. It's almost like, all right, let me give you this is kind of a wild example, but just stay with me. Sometimes I see people complain about um okay, they'll say that something is racist, let's just say, right? Okay. But it's a let's say it's like a white dude complaining about the lack of um representation for black people in this show. Right? It's almost like it's not affecting him. But he wants to like shout it from the rooftops, right? Meanwhile, the black guys are all cool. They're like, "Hey, we don't have any problem." That's how I feel about this. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, I get what, what, what I, you know what I mean. Yeah. What I what I mean is like, if you've played this game, you realize that the weapon breaking is not a big deal at all. I have so many weapons at any given time. I never got to a point where I was like, "Oh man, wish I had a weapon." I don't have any weapons. They're all broken. It never happened to me once. Well, you know? let me
0: say this. I'm playing it currently like on my Steam Deck with mods and I turned the weapon breaking thing off. It's a lot more boring. I'm like, this cool. is kind it's- of too easy and it doesn't yeah. add any like stress level to it. And right. it doesn't make me want to try a bunch of different weapons. Now I'm just picking the highest stat thing and going with it and it's not nearly as fun. And I'm like, okay. I didn't realize it till I had the other. That I was like, no, they did it right. Now they should make it last longer. I feel like maybe they when maybe they broke a little too early, but I don't know. I don't even know that, right? I don't know if they exactly maybe they could fine tune that, but removing it isn't the answer. I have found that out, and even I thought this this whole time. I was like, I don't like it. I would rather it be gone. But once I played with it gone. I, I changed my answer. I was like, no, I do want it. To
1: me, it's like they would have to retool a lot more than just that if they were going to make it work where you had weapons that didn't break, you know?
0: Yeah, you have to change a lot more on how the game It's like
1: so easy all. to pick things up, and guess what? You don't have to fight every single enemy at every single time, you know? A lot of times I'd run right by them.
0: Um, I guess my biggest issue with it is when you come across a really awesome, powerful weapon that you want to keep for the rest of the game, and you know that you can't, so then you don't want to use it so right it kind of like becomes pointless and it's like man i wish i wish i could use this yeah, kind of yeah yeah weapon, yeah yeah it's gonna die yep. there's some way to a weapon breaks but you could repair it but it greatly hurts you in other ways maybe sure, sure, sure. more than just it costing you a lot of money because you could always grind for money and kind of res- i don't know there has to be some punishment well- well, but, Dying
1: Light, Dying Light had a mechanic where it was like you could only repair it twice or something. You know, they had stuff like that, which you know could be even that you're
0: still gonna fall into the same trouble Yeah, like yeah. Oh, I don't want to use this weapon. I, yes, I'm trying yes. to think of a way they could make it to where if a weapon is really special, you would be able to keep that super special weapon. Maybe most weapons break, but just categorize, have a few weapons that don't break. More right, than just right. the master sword. Maybe and that l- could
1: solve it. <sighs> And listen, what I was saying before was, like, if these people who didn't like the first game are being honest with themselves, the new one comes out, right? If they're being honest about it and objective, they're going to play it, and it's probably going to be an even better game than the first one. But you're going to see this phenomenon where a lot of them will still be like, ah, I just still don't like it. I just still, No matter if they address everything they said, they take out weapon breaking, they add some new dungeons back, they're still going to find something to say. Some people just don't like to give Nintendo the credit they deserve at times. Listen, Nintendo does some things I hate, but come on, when they release a Zelda game and it's that good, come on, man. Just it's okay. It's all right. It's not taking away from anything.
0: And like dungeons, like, um, that is a thing. Yeah, I want them to have dungeons
1: I would love it, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but great. it's still amazing regardless. So it's not like now, most people, it's not even that. It's just it's empty and boring is what you usually hear if they don't like it. I mean, what do you even say about that? I don't I it, I it doesn't I, I, can't, I can't wrap my head around her that hand no. why they would even Dude. say. That to say
1: that the game is the world is empty and boring. It's so crazy to me because I had sought such a great time in that world. At, at the top of the mountain, I see a green light. What is that? Let me go over there. Let me go find it. I get there. There's some freaking crazy monster thing that you can try to ride there. And then I leave there. And then I, I see a shrine I hadn't seen before tucked away. And I go, like, come on, man. Like, how are you? there's i just there's how I many rounds 120 was 120 shrines. and then the dlc <laughs> add the dlc added like 12 more or something like that yeah. and you had the and trial of the how sword
0: many, 999 oh of these seed things so there's little magical pop-ups around right everywhere.
1: and i didn't even i didn't even get into getting the korok seeds but everything else the side quests were so many of the side quests were fantastic The main story was great. The gameplay was so much fun. I just felt like the game was excellent. I cannot... I can't believe we're getting a new Zelda this year. It's just like such a crazy feeling to even think about it. The fact that we're getting a new Zelda this year and a new Final Fantasy this year, man, I can't even handle that. That's like... Ugh, I can't wait, and they're they're like. A I month thought apart. I was more
0: hyped for Final Fantasy XVI, but I go to this Breath of the Wild Metacritic, and I'm seeing this video <laughs> autoplay. Of it's him, all coming of back whatever, to whatever playing, it, it's all coming back to me. And I'm like, "There's nothing. I mean, this <laughs> this really is one of the best video games ever created. It's wild. No, I'm really I'm it. looking forward to this more than anything else. It's not. It's a whole nother echelon, which is weird. Yeah, it's weird to think it's that good. Sure. But I guess. I guess it is. Anyway, all right, all right, all right. Let's stop fanboying. Let's get out.
1: of are <laughs> like, they're talking about Zelda again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I listen to Game Scoop a lot, and I don't know once every like six or seven episodes even still <laughs> they'll mention one thing about Breath of the Wild, and then they all are like, "Oh God, they're talking about Breath of the Wild again." but I wasn't listening to them whenever this game came out and I kind of want to go back and just listen for a few episodes <laughs> around when this game released and see how much they talked on it because I I'd just be really curious to like yeah. go to this time frame to when this game came out with different podcasts, different not reviews but I guess personal people's content talking about the game. I just want to like hear them discovering things for the first time and seeing what they're all thinking about it in the moment looking back on it it was much bigger than we ever thought
1: yeah yeah i agree i can't wait for them to do it again and wow everyone again man It'll happen, so.
0: Like, is it too big for the uh, to live up to, and it's just going to, like, fail by I, I, default because the standards I, I would
1: say that in most cases, but this is Zelda we're talking about. They always find a way to either add something new or make another game just as good. Like, they always find some way, you know? So I feel confident.
0: You don't feel it's too good, and it's just impossible to match?
1: No, because I feel like they did it with Ocarina. Like, obviously, everyone doesn't feel this way, but Ocarina of Time came out, and then Majora's Mask I, came I do out. think
0: Majora's Mask is better, yeah.
1: I love both of them. I can't even pick which one I like better. I just know that they met the same level of quality again, right? It was so such a different game, but they at least did not disappoint me at all, you know? So, yeah, I cannot wait, man. Once we get to, like, the last, like, what? We got three weeks left, man. It's going to be hard to get through that. We're going to be thinking about it every day. (laughs) All right, guys. See you later.